from the northernmost point of Chicago, Illinois, at an undisclosed location in Florida. This is the 2021 Lexi Awards with your hosts, Lex Lutz and Matt Peters. Hello. Here we are. Welcome. Welcome all to the 2021 Lexi Awards, backed by popular demand. I'm so excited to be here tonight. What a what a what a what a beautiful crowd we have here. And by crowd, I mean the window that I'm looking at as I record in my studio. <laughs> yes, um, the cork board that I'm looking at, which has my 2022 wall calendar, little mini wall calendar, which features Ron Swanson staring at me. Mm, mm. It's quite beautiful tonight. Yes. Happy to be here, Ron. Uh, hey, Ron. Hey, Ron. <laughs> Ron, how's it going? So, so, 2021 Lexi Awards. We are doing another year, mm-hmm. another year of an award that I despise the name of. <laughs> this is the third annual. This is the longest running gag in show history. Yeah, yeah. This is the one. This is the one that sticks. Um, because God has forsaken me. I guess is the best <laughs> summary of it. You know, we're such a professional awards show. We're actually going to figure out how we're going to do this right off the bat. So, uh, as always, uh, this is not a, a democratic voting situation. We appreciate everyone no, writing this, in. This is a, this is not a democracy. Not this at is all. a cheerocracy. That's and right. I decide what we're doing. So, and, yeah. And also me sometimes. So not we are, usually, but, not, okay. no. but we're here. I like to make you think you can, you, you are in control, but, you know. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> we're here to present these awards. So in each category, both Lex and I have have picked a contender. We'll probably, you know, throw in a few of our, uh, you know, runners up as well, just to give them a little bit of love. But here we are. We're going to read them off to you, uh, discuss a little bit, and then we're going to share some of the choices that you folks made that you, yeah. you wrote into us over on the Twitters. And the Facebooks. No, not Facebook. What am I saying? Instagrams. Instagrams. Yes. All right, Matt, I believe a good idea for this. Okay. And I'm coming up with this on on the fly. Come on. All right. I think we should pick at random mm-hmm. people's to read their, you know, like this one book or whatever, something like that. Mm. And then you can take the, the Twitters because I haven't read any of those. And okay. I'll take the Instagrams. Ooh. And look, they're look, they're divided here. <laughs> we can see they're black and white, which is nice and racist. They're segregated. Um, we have uh, yes, we have segregated. Ooh. Um we do not cross that line. So, you know, keep it classy. Twenty twenty one. Oh, this has gone downhill already. Oh man. It has. Keep it in. Keep it in. Mm-hmm. I I want to get cancelled, honestly. <laughs> I could I could use a break. <laughs> Hey, if it works for Louis C.K., it can work for you. Yeah, and I haven't masturbated in front of, well, that's not, never mind. Anyway. Books. So our first yeah. category is the, uh, the 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 book that we enjoyed most this year. So just to lay down the ground rules a little bit, these are not things necessarily uh, that have come out this year, but things that we've enjoyed this year. So we discovered this year. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Part part of me wanted to make sure that I didn't, um, you know, uh, subscribe to like recency bias and just pick things mm-hmm. that came out in the last three or so months. So I really tried to go back this time around and, and dig and, and try to remember what I enjoyed in the long ago time of January 2021. 
So on that note, my book came out a month ago. It's the uh, <laughs> Will Smith autobiography, self-entitled Will. It was really enjoyable. I thought, uh, and I, of course I had to check it out on audiobook because Will Smith read it himself, and he threw in a lot of uh, inflection and that sort of thing that you wouldn't normally get just reading it, of course. Uh, there was some singing. There was some rapping. There was some tender moments. Oh, no. He raps in his audiobook? I have to listen to this. Oh, yes. That happens. <gasps> oh, my God. That sounds just – that sounds like a lot, and yeah. I'm here for it. It is yeah. a lot. But it's 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 so on brand for him. You know, I mean, he he basically just from start to finish, he he drew a line and said, these these are the characters I played. This is who I really am. But I'm still a goofy motherfucker and I'm going to let you in to that world and show you how goofy I am. He played up to it. He didn't hold anything back. It's it's um, he made himself so vulnerable for this book. I respect that immensely. To the fact that even on Twitter, people were just roasting him. I mean, you know, undeservedly for just being honest about his his feelings growing up over the years and everything. You know, he at one point in the book mentioned that, uh, you know, he was uh, he wishes he could be the man that Tupac was. And oh, just, God, you know, saying that at face value, that's something that seems like respect. It seems like an honor to say that about somebody, especially somebody who's no longer here. You know? Yeah. But, then but it people... also makes me sad mm-hmm. because we have seen a lot of conflict between him and Jada Pinkett Smith. So I'm like, uh. We'll see. That's what I was going. Like, I don't uh, know. They got some. There's some. I, I, I don't know. I people think people some. really read into that. But he talks about the relationship that Jada and Tupac had and how deep it went and stuff like that. And, you know, just how well, that played into their life, their lives, you know? That's fascinating. Was Jada with Tupac when he died, or were they just always connected, like, even though they had split? No, they were, they were, the way Will tells it, they were just really close friends. Oh, okay. Chances are, you know, at one point they did explore a relationship or something like that, but there was nothing romantic about their, their relationship, uh, by the time that Will, uh, met Jada, or by the time they got together anyway. Okay, I yeah. thought that she was romantically involved with him. Yeah. Um, my choice is I got I I couldn't resist, man. I had to go with my boy Matthew. Matthew McConaughey's Green Lights, guys. All right. This was an experience. First of all, <laughs> it it was incredibly charming and weird, like Matthew McConaughey. Mm. Like that is his personality. It's also unbelievably inspiring. I can, I shit you not, it is incredibly inspiring. Alicia and I, my friend Alicia, um, she, she's a writer herself. You, you know, you can go, you can go get her book right now if you guys want. Alicia Thompson. <laughs> just, just consider that. Um, yeah, so, we we were both obsessed with this book this year. Like it is such a great biography, like hit or memoir. I I don't know. It's it's really hard to explain, but he just imparts wisdom. Like there, and I listened to it. I think that's very important. I will say also, I listened to it and then bought the physical book after. Hmm. Um, but he'll just in the middle, like he'll just be going through. We go bumper sticker. 
And then he just reads it. <laughs> okay. He reads the thing that it inspires him, and he's like, "Don't forget to smile." Like, and you're just like, "What the fuck?" Wow. Oh, Why yeah. do I love you so much? Why <laughs> am I kind of in love with you right now? That's weird. You know. I mean, just the best. It cracked me up. There's nothing but, like good self-awareness and confidence. You know, that just. Open yeah. so many doors for people, I tell I you. Think I, and there's there's one part in the book where he's like, you know, he's going through this whole wisdom. He's like, yeah, like I got the, you know, he got my first job. And then he was like telling his friend, he's like, this is amazing. This woman comes into my house. She cleans everything. You know, she, she he's like, <laughs> she presses my jeans. Well, and then his friend goes, well, what if you don't want your jeans pressed? And he goes, there's the wisdom. And you're like, what? Uh (laughs) What if you don't want the jeans pressed? Your jeans pressed? Uh That's the wisdom? I I don't know how, but he makes it work. Maybe I'm just a fucking idiot, but I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) I was sold. That charisma. I'm telling you, it's just all about. Just keep living. Just do it. You know? He's, and then he's got that voice. It's just, I fucking love it. I'm, I was sold, man. Buy that <laughs> book or go through the library, listen to it. I recommend listening to it. The physical book is beautiful. Like it's it's really well done. Yeah. Um, because it's like they, there's actually like great pictures and colors. I think it's just like a really good looking like memoir. Mm. But I highly, highly recommend the audiobook. Okay. Very cool. Some other stuff I enjoyed this year, um, as far as like just books in general, like we don't, we don't really differentiate between, uh, comics and, and novels and that sort of thing usually in this category, which is great because sometimes you'll just get a comic book and it's like, yes, read a comic. There you go. Um, yeah. on that side of things this year, uh, I, of course, I've talked about how I reread Saga. I just wanted to catch oh, up because yeah. it's coming back next month. I'm so excited about that. I still don't understand that how that's happening. It's been yeah. so long. Yeah, it feels weird, but it's time. And uh, the way they left it, it was such an in a, such a weird spot. Um, there's no other way to bring it back than everything has to change. And I think that's gonna throw some people off. But that's what that book is about. It's about change consistently. So you don't think it's a, you don't it. think it might be a switcheroo? I don't know. I'm thinking a time jump again. But mm, that's yeah, just me. I kind of hope so because I want to I want to figure out this whole thing about uh, the narration going on there, like how she's so yeah. self aware. Anyway, anyway, I'm getting too deep into that. Um, <laughs> a newer a newer comic that I read, which is now complete. You can get every single issue in trade paperback now. Uh, Something is killing the children. By, uh, oh, it's done. It's done. Okay. James that's, Kenyon. Uh, that's good. Yeah. It, the artwork is fantastic. The story is gripping. It's it's a horror comic if you're into that sort of thing. So check it out. Yeah. Um, you know, and dead kids. Why not? Also that. You know, be aware. There's going to be some dead kid shit in this. This is this is your total 80s horror vibe because they actually let the kids, you know, get hurt. So yeah. that happens. Um, last yeah. but not I least. I still let the kids die. Whatever. <laughs> Last but not least, and this is a rare thing for me, I recommend um, getting the the uh, the physical version of this book and not the audio version because whoever read it, I gotta say, it didn't do the best job. Uh, the Young Bucks killing the business. It's about uh, this tag team uh, who go from basically rags to riches, growing up in uh, 
Rancho Cucamonga, California, which is a real place, surprisingly. What? Um, yes. I thought that was like Kokomo. Right. Kokomo's a real place, too. It's in Indiana. I went there with with a girl once. Anyway. Wait, what was the... What, is it? Mm-hmm. So is, it was Albuquerque and... <laughs> God, <laughs> all these all these Looney Tune places actually exist. It's it's like a you know mind blowing experience. But anyway, Young Bucks killing the business. Uh, it's an autobiography written by the both of them. They take a chapter each, going back and forth, uh, and it's just about how they started out in the business and got all the way to basically co-founding uh, the biggest contender to WWE right now, which is AEW. So oh it's, cool, it's such a good read. They're so so such cool guys. I'm sorry. Yes. Are we just going to pass up that you made this about fucking wrestling? <laughs> you it's not found- about wrestling. It's wrestling adjacent. You uh... son of a bitch. <laughs> I 2022, Matt, might be the year. Uh-oh. It might be the year I kill you, oh, finally. I was like, the year you watch wrestling? Fine. Holy shit. <laughs> um, fuck no. No. I'd rather go to jail for killing you. Wow. 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 I'm really aggressive. Help. <laughs> On with the anyway. show. So let's pick an uh, audience. So listener writing yeah, in. Yeah, listener here. Okay. All right. Gabriella. Gabriella. All right. Gabriella said that her favorite book is called 32 Years Apart, a memoir, um, a mother. <laughs> Sorry, I can't read. That's See, you know, that's the unfortunate part about the book section. I can't Because I never read. actually learned how to read. So, <laughs> you know. Uh, 32 Years Apart, A Mother and Her Child by Bernita uh, Crosby Averhart. I hope I'm pronouncing this right. And Brandy uh, Needley. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. Thank you for that recommendation. That's really cool. I'm sorry I screwed up the delivery. Do we want to knock out the rest of her stuff since we are, you know, just kind of going through all that? Are we reading everyone's? I yeah. I, I say we, we, right. we do one category and then we just take a listener and then we just read all their stuff just to, to knock that out so we can get roll, it all in. Roll, go, go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Her favorite movie was Spider-Man No Way Home. Nice. Favorite TV show was RuPaul's Drag Race. That's a great pick. I don't know if anyone's picked that before. Um, and then favorite podcast. Um, Affirmative murder, mm. which I yeah I saw Gabriella was like recommending that. Okay. So Gabby was saying like yeah that's a that's a good one. So affirmative murder. Let's not forget her her album. Uh, she says she's into Trixie Mattel's Hello Hello single. Oh sorry I missed that. Yeah not not necessarily album. Hey, uh, is the who category. let you in the white people section? Hey. What? <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm sure Gabby would have some things to say about that. That's true. Sorry. <laughs> Moving on. All right. So that's our, our book section there. Let's move on to our movies of the year. Movie, movie. movie. This was hard because I have I still haven't been going to the movie theater. I have a feeling Spider-Man will be probably my choice as well. Mm-hmm. But they're not putting it on Disney Plus, and I don't want to get COVID no. by sitting in a movie theater for two hours. No. It just seems like a high-risk endeavor. I'm not doing it. So. I tell you what I'm going to do. If I And part of the reason why this movie is making so much money in a the theater right now, hopefully, is maybe someone else has ha- had my idea, which is if you're going to go to a movie, go to one of those where you get to pick your seat. 
and then buy the four seats around you and just don't have anybody there. Just just sit yeah. there and be surrounded by a wall of nothingness. And I'll enjoy. just wait. <laughs> yeah, or that. All right. So for my pick, now this is what I was talking about with the uh, the recency bias here. I had to go back and, and, and look through all the, the bigger releases this year because I watched a lot of movies, as did we all, because we've all been pretty much stuck at home still. Um, but this one really struck me, and it came out in February. Judas and the Black Messiah. You know, Daniel Kaluuya is a once-in-a-generation actor. And Agreed. Everything, He's so good. Everything I see him in, I really enjoy. Uh, you know, and it, it's it's amazing too because he's one of those guys where he's just you know, uh, born and raised in the UK, <laughs> straight from London, and his American accent is impeccable. Are you he, kidding me? Oh he's, man, he's British. He is. I'm not joking. No, seriously, I'm not joking. <laughs> I, know, I did not know great. he was British. That's I love, amazing. I love that aha moment. That happened to me the most watching. Um, uh, Talking Dead because you'd watch the episode of Walking Dead and it's like oh yeah we gotta get away from them zombies and then you watch the Talking Dead afterwards oh yeah so in this scene in particular you know I um I, I really tried to embody what it meant to be a survivor of a zombie apocalypse you see that was that awful sound, I was gonna say that was like Australian at the end yeah see that's why I'm not Daniel Kaluuya I can't switch it off and on like that the man is incredible the movie was great. Um, Judas and the Black what if Messiah. You're like, I'm British. Crikey. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, mate. You know, really just. Hello. <laughs> Hello, <another> ship. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you Ravens boys are enjoying this. Oh, my God. I'm going to get raked over the coals. <laughs> you know what? They deserve it. Wow. Well, we'll get to that later. We got a lot to say. America. With, with that, with that category. America. You know yeah. why? Because America. Right. So, um, this Pretty was, sure. of course, about, uh, you know, the FBI trying to infiltrate the Black Panther Party. Um, we got Lakeith Stanfield is in there as well. He does an amazing job. Um, once again, Jesse Plemons, who folks may remember from Breaking Bad as, uh, what was his name? He was basically the new Jesse near the end of the show, but, He's a creepy motherfucker I, as usual. I was gonna say he's he's a great actor. Yeah. Um. He was on the uh, Friday Night Lights originally. He was in that season of Fargo, one of the best parts of that second oh, season of Fargo. Yeah, you're totally right about that. Yeah. He yeah. he got Kristen Dunst after that, so good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs I'm, an award when you give a couple? No, of no, Dunst? that's the real prize. That's. The- he locked her down. He was like, wife, baby, do it now. Man. What a what a hero. But anyway, Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, this is my movie of the year. Uh, powerful film. Great acting. I highly recommend it. It's, you know, available everywhere. You can see it on HBO Max now. It's good stuff. What'd you pick? Um, I went with Black Widow. Okay. All right. And... As we all know, what I really loved about Black Widow um, was the no, – I'm just kidding. It's Florence Pugh. And then adding Florence <laughs> Pugh's performance in, spoiler alert, Hawkeye. Man, yes. It just – it made Black Widow better too, I think, Man. which I just liked Black Widow. I liked the vibe of that movie. I, I enjoyed it. We talked about it way more than I thought we did. Like Same. I thought I would. I'm glad um, that we decided say, to go half on it. You know, the, the movie holds a distinction of being 
the only Disney Plus Premier Access film that we purchased. So it had better been good, and it delivered. Yes, for those who don't remember, Matt and I um, do share custody of our Disney Plus account. That's right. Um, every other weekend, I take care of it. So, <laughs> Matt, Matt does a lot of the hard work like, involved with our Disney Plus. Matt, um, I get the fun been, weekends. I'm have a you fun been dad. It Mickey Mouse shorts again? Holy shit! You what really you- don't need to worry about it because it's my time. Honestly, it's my time. Why are you Why are you criticizing my time? Why? Oh, anyway, if you haven't seen those Mickey Mouse shorts, they're just delightful. They're just so yeah. pure. It's great. Hilarious. Yeah, stuff. but but Black Widow, Black Widow, it was just really well done. Yes. I, I And not to take anything away from Black Widow, I'm sure that Spider-Man will surpass that once I see it. But honestly, it kind of fucking pisses me off that they're not making that available right now. I totally understand why they didn't make Shang-Chi available. Right. Because at the time, we were thinking like things were going to be normal. But now with the holidays and this lockdown stuff, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's, um, you know, some places are locking down. We don't have an overall lockdown. Mm. But, you know, like I think you were telling me last week or something, there's some stuff in Chicago's. Yeah, starting next year, uh, well, rather, starting next week at this point, um, you're going to need basically to show proof of vaccination to enter public public spaces like gyms, movie theaters, that sort of thing. Um, And if you don't have it. I think New York's doing that, too. Yep, yep, yep. And my cousin just dealt with COVID, thankfully has recovered okay, but I'm like, yeah, fuck you guys, we need to. Right, You know, there's so many people I know personally at this point who are fighting off uh, um, COVID right now. And thankfully, it's the uh, the the recent Omicron version where, you know, the the um, side effects aren't as severe. The, the symptoms rather aren't as severe. But still dealing with that, like I've been saying, I would not wish that on anybody. So, you know, hopefully people are still taking care of themselves. This has been the super political uh, ver- uh, portion of our award show, you know, that happens during the show. That's why these shows go on so long, three hours. And they're talking about, you know, hey, maybe think twice before eating that hot dog. You know, so, Francis McDormand doesn't leave things apolitical, and neither do I. That's right. And we all strive to be like Francis McDormand. Yep. And Glenn Close, but, you know, her too. Yep. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> you want to read one? Yeah, I'll take an uh, I'll take a uh, a Twitter. I'll take a tweet. A, twa- a Twitter. This one comes from Twitter user Zavala Six, who definitely is not Pauline. Um, <laughs> she decides that her favorite movie is Spider Man No Way Home. Um, for TV show, she chose The Sex Life of College Girls, which uh, that's a Mindy Kaling project, right? I don't know. I just like the title. I think I'd watch it based off the title. It's on wait, HBO Max. Wait, is it with each other or? I mean, you know. I I'm only into it if it's with each other. Hey. If not, no sale. A lot of people tried a lot of things in college, and we're moving on from that. Reservation Dogs. Um, I've some seen, people permanently. Some people in, enjoyed that, and they continued to do so. That's I'm just saying. Yeah. College is usually where that. Discovery takes place, so I think you'd be well, uh, you'd be well in your right 
to invest in that show. Um, you seem very nervous right now, Matt, and I can't imagine why. Reservation Dogs. That was a good show. It was on FX. I, I watched that. That was good. I um, haven't seen it, but isn't it ta- uh, Taika Waititi's show? Oh, man. I don't know if he's involved in that. But I know it's about, uh, you know, Native American. No, I feel dumb. Native American uh, indigenous people. Uh, Reservoir. Yeah. It's about these teens coming of age on a, on a reservation. Um, for podcasts. He is involved with it. He created that show. Okay, cool. Yeah. For podcasts, she chose Pants with Katie and Alicia. I haven't heard of that one, um, but I'm sure it involves Pants. And then for album, uh, her music choice was Bobby Tarantino 3 by Logic. Ooh, yeah. good choice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So All thank right. you, Pauline. Thank you, in. yes. I'm going to read one real quick here from Bradley. Bradley? So, Bradley of Be Your Scary Best. Um, his movie, he agreed with you, Matt. Judas and the Black Messiah a good was choice. his choice for movie. Um, books, he said he revisited his favorite book, I Am Legend, which is also one of Ryan Guy's favorite books. So Also great. Uh, related to Will Smith, so I, I approve. We're, mm, we're pretty it's all much, wrapped up. Yeah. <laughs> you could say it's a conspiracy. Jacques Hughes. I wouldn't, but TV show, This Way Up. Bradley, I know you recommended that to me months ago. I still haven't watched it. I'm sorry. Now, what is that? Because that's not that Tyler Perry thing, right? I don't know. It's a, right? it's a Hulu show. No. Okay. It's not on Hulu. I think it's a British show. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought there was a Tyler Perry project that came out recently on Netflix that's also no. named This Way Up, but I could be Okay. Wrong. That might be the case, but I know he's talking about this Hulu. Oh, he did mention in there it's Hulu. Ah, okay. He was telling me about it, and I just hadn't got around to it yet. Um, podcast Halloweenies. Um, I know that sounds like a crazy title, but they cover horror film franchises and Bradley got me into this podcast this year and it ended up being my number one podcast, I think on Spotify because I've listened to so much of it. It's so good. Okay. It's really fun. Endorsement. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, album was Silk Sonic and evening was Silk Sonic. Have you heard... The song. Have you heard the the most recent single off of this album? No, not the most recent. My one. goodness, Lex. Listen, I don't watch many music videos. Oh. But this video transports you not only to a place in time, but to an emotion, and you can't help but groove along with it. I'm telling you, you've got to check it out. It's funky. It's so good. Yeah, all of their <laughs> stuff has been real funky. Yeah. So far, so. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I'm gonna say funky again. Smoking out the window. That's the name of the song. It's it's really good. No. Video game. I got Bradley to play The Last of Us Part One and Two. Quality, quality stuff. And those were his choices. Yeah, those are good choices. Um, I I really like uh The Last of Us vibe because, you know, we waited so long between the first and second game, and I think that a lot of the folks that had a problem with the second one would have found it more palatable if they had played it immediately after the first, because we got to spend so much time uh, with these characters that when things inevitably happen, as they do in sequels, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't want to give away anything. <laughs> yeah. But when, when things happen, as they do in sequels, you're Sometimes not... people go golfing. You yeah. never know. Ooh. And... Ooh. <laughs> yes. Yes, they do. Yeah. You're not so heartbroken uh, when things change in a certain way. You know, yeah. and it's 
I can I can be more vague about it. You know, in sequels, even in Wayne's World, it's like in the first one, the characters are best friends. They're working towards a common goal. Everything's going great. The sequel, they've reached that common goal in the first movie. And now there's internal conflict between our two main characters. Whatever shall we do? By the end, everything is pretty much wrapped up, and we're on to the third possible film that, unfortunately, mm-hmm. never happened with Wayne's World. But that's another conversation for another time. Yeah. Let's move on to our next um, category. Yeah, and this is a good way to transition into video games, yeah. because my favorite video game is directly tied to our friend Bradley. Oh, cool. So, Bradley and I play Xbox together, and we are currently playing Halo, like co-op, playing Halo, um, but we before that, we played through Gears of War. Now, these are franchises that I never played because I was a PlayStation person. And so we've been playing them now, and they, or we just played through those a while back. And, oh, my God, it was so much fun. And it's the social experience of it that was so thoroughly enjoyable to me. So to me, it's just like Gears of War in general, but I guess particularly like that or whatever that's like on Game Pass. Yeah. All of it was on Game Pass. Yeah, that first uh, that first Game Awards remaster is what got me hooked too. And I'm completely on board with what you're saying. The co-op experience is really what sells that series in particular. And I'll, I'll even yeah. give a little extra cherry on top. Not only co-op, but couch co-op. You don't really see that in a lot of games these days. So it's cool yeah. for me and D to be able to play that together and me not have to sit there and just like bro out all alone. You know, it's just Yeah. It's wonderful. I it's so much fun. We played online co-op, but like it, it's it's great. It's like I I, ju- I just enjoyed the social experience of it. It was mm-hmm. so fun. Um but yeah, like I I don't know if I care to play them on my own. I right. mean, maybe a little bit, but like it, it really is about playing with a friend. Like that is 100% the experience you have to have. <laughs> You're right. Because, you know, D and I are always like, let's play something together. And sometimes that involves us just playing a single player title and just passing the controller back and forth, taking turns or whatever. And that yeah. works for a lot of the time. But sometimes, you know, you want to, you want to scratch that co-player, you know, that co-op itch. So uh, we'll turn to games like Overcooked. And while Overcooked is a lot of fun, it's also something that can, you know, just ruin your relationship, <laughs> especially in those I, later levels. I would not play Overcooked <laughs> with a spouse. Oh, my God. Um, actually, I think she would kill me. <laughs> I genuinely think she would kill me. Oh, man. So it's funny because as we're talking, as we're talking about this, I'm, I'm going to pull a Warren Beatty. And I'm going to change my choice for my favorite game of the year at the last oh. minute. So on on party okay. chat, how uh, is that a Warren Beatty? What reference am I not getting here? Well, there was the year where he he just really fucked up uh, for picture of the year. Oh yes, and announced oh my La God. La Land, which is weird because that's such an obscure reference that I did not get that. So fucking kudos to you, Lex Media today. Wow. I could have said I could have said uh, Steve Harvey with uh, you know uh, Miss America, but that's even more dated. No, I prefer the deeper cut. I <laughs> I appreciate you for that, Jesus. So I'm gonna change it up at the last minute on party chat. I chose Returnal as my game of the year, which is you know as I mentioned, it's a game that D and I played. We both go through a run, we die, hand it to the other person, and that was great. 
Um, I had a hard time choosing between that and Metroid Dread. But when I think about the quality of time that I spent playing a game this year that I enjoyed from start to finish and honestly just kept playing it until it was done, it takes two. And this game is about relationships. It's about um, these two people that get turned into these little figurines uh, that belong to their daughter. Uh, they're on the verge of divorce, but they have to uh, work Jesus together. Jesus Christ, why are video games getting so fucking intense? <laughs> and that's just it. This is something that you wouldn't expect to come out of something so cutesy. And that's why I think it it really is so unique in that regard. You know, it tells this deep story, but one of the characters is made out of like yarn and the other one is made out of clay. Um Hazel Light Studios is a developer. The two genders. Yeah. <laughs> There's more than two. There's also uh, cotton. Um, oh yeah. You know. That's that's true. We yeah. should celebrate diversity. That's right. Don't yeah. don't forget um, aluminum. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it's a good game. I really enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> ironically, it does the opposite of Overcooked, and it brings brings people closer together. So if you have somebody that you're really you're really chummy with and you're really tight with, play It Takes Two. One of the coolest things about it as well, and I'll, I'll leave on this, they basically made it so when you purchase the game, you get a free copy to gift to somebody else. So if there's someone you want to play with that doesn't you know stay with you, then you can play online uh, co-op, if you please. That's so gay. <laughs> what is wrong with me? All right. Read someone's entries for okay. a video, video game. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I'll do another another Twitter user here. Uh, this is Alias58 on Twitter. Uh, Nick wrote in, his book choice is Lonesome Dove. His uh, movie choice, The Suicide Squad. I enjoyed that. That was a good Yeah, film. it was fun. Yeah. Game Inscription. Now, this is one that we actually did talk about on the Party Chat podcast a little bit. I won't say who chose it as their game of the year, but basically it was a <laughs> it was a, a very um, enthusiastic uh, choice, and I think everyone's going to want to play this after uh, hearing about it. TV show, well, you can't even blame this one on me. AEW Dynamite, which I got to say is also probably up there for me for TV show of the year. Love the hell out of that. Every week, look forward to it. Um, music in hell, I'll be good. <laughs> Did you just mute yourself so you wouldn't swear at me? <laughs> um, <clears throat> music in Continue. hell. In hell, I'll be in good company by the dead south. And podca- podcast, the aforementioned party chat. All good choices. Nice. Thanks for writing in, Nick. All right, I'm going to take one from Twitter as well because the rest of our Instagrams do not include video games. Mm. All right, so Chase wrote in on Twitter. Thank you, Chase, at Chase Makes Art. Um, Video game, Animal Crossing. That's solid. I got into that this year as well. Um, My my nieces and nephew were super into it, and they talked me into buying a copy of it. So I did, and we played online and stuff. I haven't messed with it in a couple months, but it yeah. was really fun. I still love that Golden Girls uh, content that they put out oh there on TikTok. Oh, my God, that was so funny. So good. <laughs> um, book, sketchbook of Loish. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Movie Enchanto. Yeah, so this is a recent Disney release uh, that's on Disney Plus oh, now. Oh, yeah, people are talking about that. I've seen clips of it. 
and it looks really good. It, it, and I think the music is by Lynn Manuel uh, Miranda. So I'm looking forward to checking that out. Oh, cool. Yeah. TV show is Comey Can't Communicate. Okay. Never heard of that, but that sounds cool. Music Have Mercy by Chloe Bailey. And podcast was Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. Oh, thank Aww, you, Chase. That was you wanted to get right on the show, Chase, but I appreciate it anyway. <laughs> Thanks so I'm much kidding. for that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Our next category television or television adjacent anyway because everything's on streaming now so whatever (laughs) so i mean this is the this is always the hardest category for me because there are so many good shows that come out in a year now i agree but i had to think of something that i looked forward to that was appointment viewing every time it was available and honestly i gotta say out of all the disney plus stuff out of all the marvel stuff it's got to be wandavision I think yeah, that one, I, it was just so good. Like it, it was so unique <laughs> in, in what it attempted to do, what it succeeded with. The surprises were there. The action was there. The storytelling was there. I mean, things we never thought we'd see, you know? It was yeah. And so I've good. raved about how much detail was put into that show for making it authentic for the period that they're trying to portray. Mm hmm. I mean, if you're a, a television nerd like me, it's fascinating to watch. Yeah, I remember I saw it. I, I basically was like, look, they made this for you. You need to watch this show. It's that good. I was going to watch it. But like, yeah, you definitely <laughs> did sell me on it. Man. Um, and Yeah. And I, I, I just finished Hawkeye. I enjoyed the hell out of Hawkeye. But I would say that WandaVision does rank higher. Yeah. Um. And I'm very curious to see, you know, what Wanda's character will be doing moving forward. Yeah, it was captivating from start to finish. And like I said, I've enjoyed all the Marvel uh, TV shows that have come out on Disney Plus. They've all had moments. They've all had episodes that really, um, you know, resonated with me. Uh, Captain America and Winter Soldier, of course, when they talk to Isaiah Bradley, whenever they address that amazing stuff. But I'll admit there were points where it dragged. Uh, same thing with Loki. Absolutely. Uh, Hawkeye, that's too fresh to really even really think about, you know, it being the show of the year for me. And of course, the, the big surprise they had in there really overshadowed everything, too. So um, for those in the know, no pun intended. <laughs> in the know. <laughs> in the know. Um, I, guys, I, everyone knows, I think because I talked about it how much I loved Midnight Mass. And I watched a lot of great television this year, but holy shit, that was good stuff. You watched it as well, correct? I did. I really enjoyed it too. And you know, I'm, I'm a hard to please person when it comes to horror. Uh, Mm -hmm. when When it comes to stuff that's of that nature, uh, I go off the beaten path a little bit. Like when I, uh, crashed into the, uh, when I crashed into the Discord for Be Your Scary Best and said that my favorite scream was the one with Jay and Silent Bob in it. Because you know what? I like to laugh at horror movies. That's the thing. Like, you know, being scared's cool and all. But man, when there's something in there for me to just kind of like make fun of while I'm watching it and just laugh along with it, I'm there. I like the Evil Dead stuff. That's my jam. But Midnight Mass... It just set that supernatural horror tone so well. Every moment of that show, I agree with you, 
is just captivating. It's so good. Yeah. I mean, if you love, I mean, the writing is phenomenal. I love Mike Flanagan's writing, but like, if you love acting, yeah. like an intense actors, just eating a fucking scene. Like it's, it's all about midnight mass. Mm-hmm. I, and that made me go back and watch Hill house, which I loved, you know, just, Good shit. How do you really say that good. actor's name? Is it is it Hamish? Hamish? Linklater? Hamish. Yes, it's Man. Hamish. There were there were whole episodes where it felt like it just focused on him giving a sermon. And that was fine. Like it was just he's captivating. The way he played this character, it was amazing. Yeah, I man, there's more stuff that I'd like to talk about. But I, I really just want people to, be able to go watch it. Yeah. And enjoy it. So I don't want to I don't want to get that's the hard part, too. I don't really want to talk about it too much because I just want I just want people to experience it. Yeah. You know, so this was a was it a Joe Hill uh, project? Was that one of his or am I misremembering that? Uh, It was an original Flanagan project. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a Mike Flanagan um, and he's like super into religion and religious stuff. I think he did some religious studies. He actually went to the same college as my brother who is a Methodist pastor, for those who know or don't know, whatever. So, yeah, it's just fascinating. He really knows his shit. Man, yeah, you can tell. I mean, it's all there on the screen. So, yeah, that was that was up there for me, too. But, you know, yeah. I like my comic book shit. So. Yeah. All right, let's um, uh, read You want to read from Denise? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Denise, we gotta... got some good stuff on this list. Man. All right. Um, Spider-Man... No Way Home was her movie. Sorry, I forgot to read these in the right order. TV show, Ted Lasso. Oh, oh, so good. (laughs) So good. Also, Mayor of Easttown was the other one listed. We got some great fucking television this year, guys. I like the way she put it. She said it was cash money. And yeah, it was. Cash money. Yeah, that phrase hasn't been used in a while. But you know what? You're bringing it back to me. Bringing it back. I believe in you. Uh, podcast mm-hmm. says I'm an exactly right media type of bitch. <laughs> so it's <laughs> between wicked words and I saw what you did. Okay. Um, album. So skin and color by the Alabama shakes, which sound is and color. sound and color. Yeah. What? God, something's wrong with me. <laughs> You're a, little, a little distracted. That's all right. I am fucking exhausted. Well, there's that. Yeah. Work is crazy. Yeah. Sorry. No. Sorry. Sound and Color by the album. I don't even know what that album is. What's wrong with me? Anyway, guys. It's a great album. Um, <laughs> I hope that Britney gets back with the Alabama Shakes soon because, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of her and her solo stuff, but. It's, it's not the same. It's not the same. There's something There's... about that Alabama Shake stuff, man. It's just perfect. And I, I'd love to hear more. Yeah. I, I don't know why my brain, but like Skin and Bones which okay. is some Foo Fighters stuff. That's what my brain went to when I read that. Yeah. I don't know why. Anyway. That's, that's interesting because, you know, we're going to we're gonna get into that category next, obviously, the, uh, the music category. There was a lot of good stuff put out this year. Foo Fighters put out some new stuff. and They did. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. The video is hilarious. You know, if you... <laughs> If you are a Ted Lasso fan, uh, you should check out that Foo Fighters video because he's totally not not Ted Lasso, but um, uh, what's his name? 
come on, you know. Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis yeah. is in this video, and he's, uh, you know, hamming it up. So it's a lot of fun. You should check it out. So let's go to music. 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 Yeah. So pretty much, you know, my Spotify uh, this year, you know, it gives it a little wrap up at the end of the year. It's talking about, hey, this is what you listen to the most and everything. And it was basically just all old stuff. Like, I didn't really go out of my way to discover anything necessarily new this year. By volume, I think that I heard uh, Montero the most, uh, Lil Nas X, that album. Because, you know, just from start to finish, it's a great, great album. The dude is so talented, it's ridiculous. So self-referential. I don't even know if we really brought it up on the show, but he did an episode of Maury Povich, basically. I I love him so much. We have, <laughs> I think you talked about that on the show. I remember you talking. Oh, wait, you know what? No, that was in the Discord. Okay. That was in, if you guys want to join the Discord, it's patreon.com slash Lex and Matt for yeah. exclusive episodes and merch and access to our Discord. Maybe. But yeah, we were talking about it in there when it was announced that he was going to do that. And we were all just like, this guy is a genius. Yeah. He's a marketing genius. He really is. So he got Maury on board. And they did the, the classic, you know, who's the daddy episode of Maury Povich, uh, which is a continuation of one of the videos the I want someone to love, you know, video. Yeah. It's pitch perfect. Everything from start to finish. It's hilarious. You got to see it. But what's great about it, all this marketing, all the crazy stunts that he does, at the core of it all, that music is still there. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's so good. It's so I, good. I'm with you on the, I think Montero was my top song, but it was also in my workout playlist. So yeah, that that don't help. Well, yeah. it does help, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, There's a time you couldn't go on TikTok and not hear somebody uh, doing Industry Baby in the background, like. Every video, <laughs> deservedly yeah. so. Uh, the Rock also turned up this year. You know he. <laughs> God, he did. He did. Was, yeah, and next. Yeah. Um, I have really fallen in love with Snail Mail's new record, mm. Valentine. Okay. So good, so good. Different from her first record, a little bit more poppy. I love it. Um, I highly, highly recommend Valentine by Snail Mail. Yeah. If you will care for such things. I almost gave my my song of the year to uh, just one track by Joy Crooks called Feet Don't Fail Me Now. Again, I don't know if it's new. I don't know when it came out. But I know that every time it comes up in my mix, I'm just like nodding along to it. It's just really, <laughs> it's a groove. And it's just like a very like British type of like song and everything. I love it. Nice. I love it to pieces. It's so good. Um but yeah, I mean, so much, so much good music came out this year. I'm glad that people took the opportunity to be creative. Megan Trainer came out with some bullshit too, if anybody cares about that. I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't pick oh. Taylor. Like, that was. Okay, 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 okay. You mm -hmm. brought up Taylor. Okay. I did not bring up Taylor. You brought up Taylor. All right, I'm with you. I fucking loved Taylor's version of Red. I loved it. Yeah. Bought it on vinyl. Loved it. But it is technically a re-recording of previously released work, and I decided that I wasn't going to pick it for that reason. Mm, okay, okay. Um, that was just my own personal choice. If anyone else chose Red, 
I I mean, I agree. I've listened to it a billion times. It's so good. Yeah. But. There's another um another TikTok hit that uh, broke through for a lot of oh, people. Fuck. Just I just me. remembered that Billie Eilish's new record came out this year. This whole oh, year's yeah. been a blur. Guys, right. I have to I have to retract and say Billie Eilish is happier than ever. Wow. I'm like, I'm okay. Sorry, Mel. I'm sorry. Like I said, so many good choices. Pink Panthers, um, Megan The Stallion, of course. Um, <laughs> like just fucking so much good stuff. So much good stuff. So there there's we should put out a playlist or something. We should drop a playlist in the Discord of everything we enjoyed. I think because we got a lot of stuff that uh we should yeah, yeah that'd be great yeah we haven't done that in a while so keep an eye out discord people we're gonna drop a, a little spotify playlist in there for you which means i have to resubscribe yeah. to spotify but that's another thing okay you're not on spotify no i, I live at laps because i'm not driving into work every day so it's like that would be my prime listening time gotcha you know yeah i i use it for podcasts as well mm-hmm. and yeah and i get the student discount because i'm still technically student so yeah. Nice. Anyway, um, I can also. You don't have to make a Spotify map. Oh, just oh. my account for that. Oh. All right, just, bookmark just, that for later. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. a full All yeah. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, well, I guess we can uh, clean up our our audience participation here. So, yeah. let's see who's left on on Twitter. I have what, a last minute one here from Kayla. Come on, Kayla. Saying, Come on, Kayla. Uh, Julian Baker, Little Oblivions, is her album of the year. That's a good choice, Kayla. It's a nice name, too. Yeah. All right. Reading from other folks. Okay. So I'm going to grab Deborah Mathis uh, on Twitter as underscore Festy. I'm going to say that's how it's pronounced. I'm sorry if I didn't do that right. TV show, Yellow Jackets, Hawkeye. The Silent Sea, The Wheel of Time. I've been meaning to check that out. Oh, how? yeah, I'm curious about The Wheel of Time. That looks really good. Ghosts, both the U.S. and U.K. version. Hitmonkey, Masters of the Universe Revelation, which was good. I really did enjoy that, Is it that the one too. Kevin Smith was involved with? Yeah, yeah, the second part finally dropped, um, I want to say last month, and uh, it wrapped it up quite nicely. Uh, Only Murders in the Building, that was up there for me, too. I was going to pick that one. Uh, I still haven't seen it. I apologize in advance. I know I'd love it. I just haven't gotten it. Yeah, you'd be all about this show. I mean, there's there's no doubt. I've been depression binging Grey's Anatomy. What do you want from me? (laughs) You can depressing binge this, too. It'll be there for you. It'll ride with you. It'll ride with you. Trust me. Um, Lock and Key, which is something I need to get into. The Nevers. We Mm -hmm. Are Lady Parts. Keenan. Oof. Resident Alien, Invincible. Oh, so good. Oh my God, how did we forget Invincible? That was a contender for sure. I need Invincible to come back strong. I think that first season was so it good, will. it almost felt like a fluke. Like, how how could you do this? How could you make something so enjoyable? I mean, they stayed so close to the source material that, that I think it was good. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, and then for for the music category, uh, Deborah chose Montero by Lil Nas X. Nice. Yeah. All right. We've got an Instagram submission here. The Raleigh Jogger movie, Spider-Man No Way Home podcast, Ravens podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're going to – we'll get – we'll get get to that. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. An album, Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. Nice. Nice. Who you don't know who that is. Do you actually not know who that is? No, I know who that is. She was on SNL. Okay. Come on. Yes. That uh, 
Are we are we finishing everyone's? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna read off I Johnny Two Tone have... next, Mister. Yeah, I was the... gonna say we have one more from John Craig as well. The so. one and only John Craig, and then we got Lewis after that. Um, oh, okay. Uh, for book, he chose Climate Leviathan. Movie surprise here, Spider Man No Way Home. Holy shit! Have for, you have we ever seen a movie sweep this hard? Man, it's it's hidden. No, it's hidden. For game, he, he chose different. Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, TV show Loki. It's a good choice. Uh, music, Ordinary Life, We Are the Union, and for podcast, Behind the Bastards. He also oh, left us a link. Oh, that's so good. He left us a link here for uh, Ordinary Life on Spotify. I'm going to check that out and going to uh, put that in our playlist too. Why not? Yeah. All right. Uh, John Craig wrote in. He did. Did I just? Did you just read his? I did. Yep, you did. I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. We're gonna go with Lewis B. Next. Lewis, that's I'm. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, Lewis. All right. Lewis wrote in and said TMNT: The Last Ronin, which was is, mm, his yeah. favorite book. I, I read, read the first that. issue, but I haven't read the rest of it. Oh, oh, dip. yeah. We talked about that. I forgot. Yeah. That was during my downstairs era. I'm, I'm upstairs now. Okay. Okay. I'll explain later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, movie, Nobody. Yes. Game, uh, Cruisin' Blast, which I don't know what that is. Do you remember the old Cruisin' USA arcade game? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's in that vein. It's just a continuation of those. TV show Chucky. All right. Now, I've heard good things about that show. And Man. I thought it was kind of poorly promoted. Yeah, I thought it, it looked bad. But, like, really, people are praising it a lot. <laughs> okay. Like, it's shocking. Um, music, Jimmy World, the Phoenix Sessions. So, J- oh, guys, Jimmy World re-recorded um, their best, basically some of their best albums. So, Clarity, Futures, and Surviving hmm. in this Phoenix Sessions releases. And Is that the one that has the sweetness on there? No. Oh, then it's not my favorite. Okay, but it's that, still you're, good. You're thinking of Bleed American. Yeah, oh, shit, that yeah. was the fucking jam, Bleed American. They had to change the name of it because things were weird at that time, I remember yeah, it was released during 9 11. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why did I sing that? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> too soon? Oh. You know what? Yeah, too soon. Never forget. Never anyway. Never forget. Fucking never forget. And then podcast. I, like I said before, fucking cancel me. Podcast. The Bebop Beat. The Bebop Beat. Which B-bop is. Um, I've never heard of. It's, it's produced right here in Chicago. Uh, the one and only Lauren Fates is a host of this. It, it's covering the uh, the Cowboy Bebop anime from start to finish, much like our boys oh, over cool. at Turtle Soup. Shout out to Turtle Soup. So you thought oh, I was going to do it for The Last Ronin, but no, I did it here. Surprise. <laughs> okay. I mean, I like that better. That's, that's, that's sneaky shit. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so once again, thank you, everyone who wrote in. Uh, you know, we uh, as we move on to our final category here. It's pretty obvious what's going to uh, be our, our podcast of the year. Um, you know, a lot of you wrote in for this one. My God. We immediately threw all those votes in the garbage because fuck you get no, because um, this is not as we mentioned a democracy. So nope. uh, while I'm sure, what is this thing called again? Ravens. That's I'm sure it's a great podcast. I think it's pronounced Robbins. Robbins. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm sure it's a wonderful show, and I wish them nothing but the best. Um, but here at Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure, uh, you don't tell us what to do. So we decided to go ahead and choose our podcast of the year. Um, Lex, what did you choose for podcast of the year? Podcast of the year. I will not be bullied, Simon. I, you are my other co-host. You are Prim. <laughs> but... Be Your Scary Best Be your scary is my podcast best. of the year. Congratulations. Best horror film podcast around. Love it. Much so like, good. Much like the 2006 uh, Academy Award upset of The Revenant losing to Gladiator for movie of the year. Be Your Scary Best. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, is the podcast. We love an underdog story. Love oh, an underdog yeah. story. And of course, you know, as, as the co-host of this show, I get to choose one too, so... You know, in, in in respect to all the people that wrote in, who we appreciate so much. No, thank we you do. For listening. We love you all. We do. So I decided to choose. No, not Ravens. A party chat. Uh, this you know, feels targeted towards it, Ravens. Ravens, we love you. We really literally does. gave you an award last year. <laughs> we gave you a trophy. So what's what's special about um, these final awards here? Are you know not only are we, we we are being honest we really do love these shows, um, but these these folks are going to be receiving physically in the mail their very own Sweet Chili Baby awards. Uh, yes. Only only two of which currently exist in the real world. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have these produced and make them especially for you guys. So if you're hearing this for the first time on this episode, congratulations, party chat. Um, there's a lot of heart in that show, and I can I can earnestly and enthusiastically choose this because even though I am a part of it sometimes, I'm not the focus of this, and that is probably what it has going for it the most. There's... Oh, shush. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Aaron Amendola is a magnet for good-hearted people, and... I am honored to be one of his friends because that means I must be doing something right. But every person on this show, from his wife to Glenn to Chris, everybody involved is always just so welcoming and so just ready to motivate one another in in, in such an endearing way. I love listening to it even when I'm not on it. that sounded fucking condescending as hell but i mean it from the bottom of my heart it's it's a joy to be part of party chat which is why party chat deserves podcast of the year so yeah Yeah. both of those shows were amazing yeah oh what wait wait what's this we we have a a special category here i was gonna say was there something else came through something else came through i'm being handed an envelope um okay what's this say uh there's a there's a best co-host oh why don't you go ahead oh. and open this up? Who's, yeah. Who's what does it say? Who? Simon. Simon. Simon of Ravens? Simon what? of Ravens is podcast co-host of the year. How the hell did that happen? How did that happen? Simon okay. of okay. Ravens podcast and Cape Side Chats fame and the Mighty 90s. And how many other fucking podcasts do you have, Simon, my so, friend? By sheer volume, he wins co-host of the year because he's co-host of so many things. But also, how the hell did we not rig this so one of us won? You know, Matt, here's the thing. We're not very bright. No. 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 
No. So it goes to the British guy. Okay. Well, congratulations, British guy. I hope you Ravens people are happy. Thank you so much for writing in. And Simon, this is well-deserved. You're a wonderful host. And, uh, you know, here's to 2022 being another great year for you guys. Uh, please call off your, what is it, murder of Ravens? Um, An unkindness. Yeah. A, call, a group of Ravens is an unkindness. Call off the unkindness. <laughs> <laughs> Call them off. Call them off. We're giving you a statue. We're giving you a statue. I, it's, it's coming to my house, Simon. It will be in the mail for you. Please. <laughs> Please, let the children go. And this is where the announcer comes in. Simon is the first two-time winner of a Lexi Award. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. He's going to be so smug. Man. <laughs> that is the smudgeness. Anyway. anyway so as you folks <laughs> receive these physical trophies, we must see them on social media they're adorable show them off yes yes party chat be your scary best simon simon you're all getting awards that sounded really nefarious yeah, it did. but it did. They're, they're just nice little statues for you to enjoy they are and thank you folks for listening thank you for writing in those who wrote in as lex mentioned earlier if you'd like to be part of the celebration if you'd like to continue celebrating with us all year long, make sure to join our Patreon where we just published a new mini episode. And also at any tier, you get access to our discord server where we talk about all kinds of things, even things that don't make it on the show. And sometimes we even drop movie codes for you to download digitally like mm-hmm. we did this past week. So check it out. I got a couple album codes Ooh. from vinyl records sitting on my shelf right now. Just saying. I mean, it's going to pay for itself. Just saying. Yeah. Do I have a I have a childish Gambino? What? There. Okay. Oh, oh, I think I <laughs> think I got a Gaslight Anthem. There it is. Code sitting up there. Oh. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Great things are going to happen in 2022, and I'm glad that they are. That you all are, are are along for the ride. I'm glad to be part of this show as always. Thank you, Lex, for putting up with me for another year. Folks, thank you for listening for another year. With that, I will ask you all to do something kind for yourself. Take a moment to relax. I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. Be excellent to each other. Yeah. Bye. Happy New Year. (laughs) 